Hi, this is Jen. And I'm Alan. And we want to welcome you to Smart Sassy Seniors. I am a realistic naturopath. And I'm a breath, mind, body, movement queen. You are the queen. I am. And we are both surfing into our 60s on the Gold Coast in Australia. This podcast is for those of us who want to live bold, bright, and vital during the second half of our lives. Woohoo! Let's dive into today's episode. <laughs> hey, Mrs. Alice. Hi, Mrs. Jen. <laughs> so, um, Mrs. Alice, this year you have been studying and using yep. uh, clinical tapping extensively. I have. What is the bottom line? What is it? What does it do? It Clinical tapping uses a series of acupressure points mm-hmm. to significantly reduce or manage stress in our in our lives. Wow. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love practical tools. Let's dive it's in. Tell us more tool. about it. Okay, Mrs. Jen. Well, about probably in the 1970s, yep. this uh, idea of tapping mm-hmm. uh, became quite popular in the Western world, and it's based on traditional Chinese medicine and yep. acupressure points, uh, which align with, you know, if you've ever had acupuncture, yep, it works with what we know as paths of energy that run through our body, otherwise yep. known as meridians. That's them. Yep. And um, so in the 1970s, boom, there, you know, it, it, was, it was developed into a practice mm-hmm. um, and became very popular and has been very popular since then. In the last 10 to 15 years, Mm -hmm. a huge range of uh, scientific research has been done on clinical tapping. And a lot of it is, in fact, is is being spearheaded by Dr. Peter Stapleton, P-E-T-A, a woman. On the Goldie. On the Gold Coast, a doctor of psychology at Bond University, Mm. just up the road from us. Yeah. And uh, she's been spearheading a lot of the research into clinical tapping and in fact a lot of a lot of the teaching and mentoring around it um and the you know what is coming out about it and we can go into more details about how to do it yeah which and how i use so it hang tight but we yeah. just i want to get the background yeah, yeah yeah so a little bit for the people who like to know you know that there is validity and science behind mm. it now so Peter started off her career in psychology in eating disorders right? and found that a lot of the traditional psychological practices yep. uh, just weren't working. And eating disorders is, a, is, a, is known as being a particularly difficult area to make a difference in yeah. for people. So she was running a, a group, um, an eating disorders group, yep. as a young psychologist um and one night in a group of about 30 mm-hmm. young women with a colleague of hers there um one of the young women had a panic attack right and her colleague said i'll look after her and took her away took her outside or yep. took her to the edge of the room 10 minutes later they come back and this young woman's absolutely composed and calm right. and afterwards peter asked her colleague what happened did what you did have you do to did you have a valium in your back pocket yeah. <laughs> And he said, no, there's this thing. It sounds a bit weird, but it's this thing called tapping. Mm -hmm. And um, he explained a bit about it to her. And because of what she had actually seen in that group, Mm. she bravely decided to explore it. I mean, it was 
not part of traditional no no it's more my side of the world my side that's right and so she followed it up and she learned more about it and over the last 10-15 years she's done a huge range and continues to do a huge range of research on it Mm -hmm. and comparing it to what's known as gold standard which is in fact cognitive behavioral therapy now Ah, yeah really yeah and clinical tapping stands up as good or bad. as good as CBT. Um, it's very different to CBT. The one thing that stands out in terms of clinical tapping's effectiveness is that it works faster. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 So there's a, a huge body of research out there now. Mm. Um, clinical tapping has been proven to work. Yeah. Equivalent to the gold standard and faster. Okay. So what's yeah. practical? Let's talk about this. Yeah. If okay. someone's spinning out. And do I need to adjust this camera? No, you'll be able to see things properly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So um, a practical situation. Okay. Someone's flipped their lid as you talk about it. Yep. Something's gone down. Yeah. And so there are three steps to it. The first is, and this is how I work with it for myself. Yep. And this is how I work with it with my clients. Yeah. Because you Three, you work one on one coaching clients. I do. Yeah. Uh, all around with the world. Amazing results. Australia guys, just so you know, you can work with us. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. So there are three stages to yep. it. The first is um, a subjective unit of distress. So you go, oh my God, I'm flipping my lid. You know, I'm yep. having this anxiety attack. Yep. About the dogs barking when we're trying to record a podcast. All right. There we go. And so a living you, model. And so you um, just measure zero being completely calm, 10 being completely distressed. Yep. And off the Richter scale, just in your own mind, you go, where am I? Zero to 10. Okay. I'm about a five. You know, the dog's dog's barking now and then. It's a little bit annoying, but it's okay. About a five. So you have that measure. Right. And then you set, there's a setup statement, which I love. Yep. It always begins with even though. Yep. And I end mine with, I completely accept myself. So, and there's a tapping point, karate chop, hand, halfway down. There's an acupressure point there. And you just gently tap it with two fingers. And I say to myself, even though I'm feeling anxious. Mm -hmm. So it's an acceptance statement. Whatever. So we don't try and deny what's there. We don't try and resist it. Mm -hmm. Even though I feel anxious, I've got some butterflies in my belly the dog's barking downstairs and we're trying to record a podcast, I completely accept myself. You do that three times. Yep. Even though I'm feeling a bit anxious. It's a five out of ten. We're trying to record a podcast. The dog's barking downstairs. I completely accept myself. And then one more time you do it. And then there are eight acupressure points on our head, face and torso and we tap through them. Okay. Yep. And about seven times, so inside of the eyebrow, yep, yep. feeling anxious. So you're just explaining what you're feeling. Yeah, you yep. just say just the words. Yep, think. yep. And when I'm working with clients, I use their words. Yep. Yep. So feeling anxious, they're just short little phrases. Recording a podcast. The dog's barking downstairs. Mm-hmm. Butterflies in my belly. About a five out of ten. I can feel tightness in my chest, worried about the quality of the podcast, feeling anxious, top of the head, the dog's barking downstairs. And you'd go through it again. <coughs> so for those who are 
just listening. Oh, okay, yes. All right, I'll go through that. We're, we're going to explain. We're yep. going to do them at this time and we're going to explain where they, they are. Yep. yep. Inside of an eyebrow. Yep. Doesn't matter which side. Yep. Outside of the eye. Index finger and middle finger. Yep. Under the, under an eye. Yep. Tapping about seven times. Below the nose and just above the upper lip. Under the bottom lip. Yep. Yep. Just below the collarbones. Both collarbones. No, no it doesn't side. matter. One side. One side. Yep. doesn't matter yep. which side. Yeah. And under one arm, about where your bra strap goes. Right. Yep. Feel the wobbly bits. I always do. <laughs> and then right on the crown of the head. Okay. Yep. And you would go through that a couple of times, just saying the words, feeling anxious, dogs barking, trying to record a podcast, whatever it is that's on your mind. At the end of the second round, you pause and you take a comfortable breath. Mm -hmm. And then you just notice, you take your awareness inside your body right and you notice how you're feeling now and you go back to that original okay i'm about a five out of ten right and you decide whether you've gone down or up you right. know ideally we're we're bringing it down yes towards zero or one that's the ideal place that we're wanting to get so you kind to. of just diffuse it yeah what what you're doing is it's really interesting Inside our brain, and you and I have talked about this on podcasts yep. before, is our radar for danger, the yep. amygdala. Yep. Little, it's about the size of a peanut. Yep. Yep. And it's lodged in the centre of our brain. And when and and in order, to, so when our radar for danger is triggered. Yep. So we're feeling anxious. The dogs barking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the amygdala gets like, active. <gasps> yep. We're flipping our lid. We're about yep. to flip our lid. Yep. yep. And so what we're doing when we're tapping, well, first of all, when we're accepting, we're naming yep. what's worrying us, when what's you're going on in our on body. Your hand. Yep. yep, your karate chop hand. Yep, yep. And we're naming it and we're accepting it. Very important step. Yep. And then it's that physical touch. On the acupressure points. On the acupressure points, and these are known as powerful acupressure points, we're calming the amygdala down. Right. And you and I have said in previous podcasts, when that amygdala fires up, we feel it in the body first. We do. And the only way to calm it down is in the body. Is in the body. We mm -hmm. have to do something physical. And Bessem van der Kolk, the wonderful um neuropsychologist psychiatrist who wrote the body keeps the score oh yeah about trauma yep that's what he has found and the whole oh. world of trauma now knows that we have to do something physical yeah just bring down, down yes yeah, it doesn't nothing we say will bring that down because our prefrontal cortex where a lot of our language lives our yep. capacity to talk it's going offline yeah so we need to do something physical and so as we tap and say those words that are really just naming what we're naming, what we're naming yep. to tame yep that's what calms the amygdala down right the interesting part within that as well is that the amygdala lives right next to the hippocampus mm. which stores our memories short-term yep. memories long-term memories and it's also a place of language yeah yep so this is this is really interesting for students for example mm. or if we're having to do a presentation or whatever we get we get nervous we've done all this preparation yep. all of this work to learn our stuff 
going into an exam or a presentation, boom, our amygdala fires up. Yep. Yep. It pushes against the hippocampus. Right. And it's like shutting the door to all the information, all the learning, mm-hmm. all the wisdom that we have. <laughs> you can't access and it. You can't and you're blind. It. No. That's right. And so as we calm the amygdala down through the tapping. And get back in our body. The hippocampus can open up uh, again uh, and we can access our wisdom, our memories, our learnings. Not our two-year-old brain. <laughs> no, that's right. And it's incredible. And so even as we're tapping, so people will, you know, will be t- I'll be tapping away on something and, you know, you're facing the worst of the worst, the anxiety, the yeah. butterflies in the belly, yeah. the stress is high. You know, sometimes it's some, one of my clients said last night she was at a 15 out of 10 for a particular situation. Wow. <laughs> and so we tapped it and, and it dropped almost immediately because she's been practicing yeah she's been working it dropped that. right down and as we kept tapping her wisdom arise arose oh, and she was able to say actually in this situation i could <laughs> slow down right. and i could do this and so solutions right you know what wisdom mm. and practices and solutions arose and so in a quite a short amount of time not only was she mm. calm but she also had let arise out of her own knowledge her solutions and her pathway forward so as we calm our amygdala down through the tapping and just the the acknowledgement of how we're feeling mm-hmm. what our body's doing all of that kind of stuff there, you know, opens the hippocampus, our wisdom emerges, our learnings, our our memories, all of those things. And we can we can find our solutions as we go and we're feeling calmer as we go. And now, this is what I love about it, is the science is there, the evidence base mm. is there that tells us why tapping works, how it works and how we can use it effectively. Mm. So it's a great stress reduction tool. Anyone can pick it up. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of tapping on YouTube. Yep. Um, there's a lot of access to it. So for a stress reduction, stress management tool, you can pick it up anywhere. You can. Um, you can. It's now been very much proven. It's great for our emotional relationships with food. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's real. That's very real. It works with PTSD, mm. anxiety, depression, um, trauma, all of those sorts of things. Those sorts of things are you're much better off to work with a with a practitioner with a, like yourself. Yeah, an experienced practitioner, qualified practitioner. Um, because what we start to peel back there are layers and layers. Um, and and we work safely through that. Yeah, yeah. I like, and I love that you're working with clients all around the world. Like the woman you're with last night's from Denmark. Yeah, like so cool. It's love very, technology very cool. allows us to do those things. It's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. And look, I'm working on it for myself all the time. From you know stupid little stressful incidents right through to my own Deeply. layers, my yeah. own layers of. You know, I was I was tapping away not that long ago on my emotional relationship with food and going back to being sent to boarding school at 10. Yeah. And, you know, food becoming um, a feeling of home mm. and comfort 
you know, and so I was peeling back those. And, and it's important as a practitioner that I do that work. Yeah. So that when I work with clients, yeah. I'm not um, I'm not entraining myself with them. Yeah, yeah. yeah I can be clear. Yeah, a big part them. of uh, all the things we do in all the modalities is that we clean we up our own stuff. We do our own work. Yeah. We do. Yeah. We do, we do. Yeah, that's very so cool. So that's a little summary of it, Mrs. Jan. I love it, Mrs. Alice. You are, I see you using it on a daily basis, and I mm. totally played with it back in the 90s. It was very big back in the 90s. Yeah. I wasn't in clinic it in was. the 70s, but in the yeah. 90s we all were aware of it and were using it, so as naturopaths and stuff. Um, so I love that you've it's, that it's got now this evidence base. It has. And the last you, 10 to um, 15 years have been really important yeah, for the tapping world. That's cool. I love that you've got a modality you can help yourself with and others. Yeah. Thank you, Mrs. Jen. That's all right. So just know that you can reach out to Alice on socials or send us a message through the podcast. And if you mm. want to track it down and have a chat to her about having a session. Yeah. 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 We'll go to her website, which is alicemackinnon.com. That's it. That's it. McKinnon with an A. M A C K N. That's it. We're out of here. Thanks, Mrs. Alice. It's Mrs. Jen. Thanks, everyone. Bye. See you guys. If you enjoyed our podcast, please let us know by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts. Be sure to subscribe to the show wherever you're tuning in from so that you can always catch the next episode. Mm, and if you'd like to receive an exclusive link to Alice's free guided relaxation, and Jen's free Feed Your Body ebook, subscribe to our seasonal newsletter at smartsassyseniors.com. Woohoo!